we're back, y'all, with another week of She Wears the Pants podcast. This is week uh, five? Six. Six. Look at that. <laughs> Six. I'm like stuck in last week or two weeks ago. But anywho, it's another week. How are you, Tay? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. It's yeah. spring, so naturally yeah. I'm severely congested 24-7. Yes. Pollen um, in Georgia But thank is, God I sound fine right now. Yeah, you sound fine. Pollen in Georgia is crazy. And it's something I didn't realize until I moved to Illinois for a couple years. And mm-hmm. then I came back to Georgia. Like in Illinois, my allergies were like, I didn't even feel them. Like my eyes That's weren't amazing. swollen. My nose, there was nothing happening. And then when I came back to Georgia, it's like I literally couldn't see me one day because my eyes were so puffy. I was blowing my nose. It felt like I was sick. It's the worst. It's the worst. It always feels like you're you sick. actually have to take medicine, like allergy yeah. medicine. <laughs> That's crazy. Yes. That's yes. so crazy. The South is nuts, honestly. But yes, it's finally spring. It's finally warming up. So the birds chirping out as fuck. You know, the flowers growing back, the grass. It's finna be green, all the good shit, you know. Niggas is still acting crazy in Atlanta. That has not changed. You know, usually it gets warmer and there's like more crime, more wild shit, but in Atlanta, it's just nonstop, you know? <laughs> nonstop. So, let's get into who wore the pants this week. Yes. Um, For me, I'm gonna go with the lady at the Atlanta Fish Market bathroom yesterday. Period. She, whoever she, whoever you were, ma'am, whoever you are, I love you. She was in there completely taking out the restaurant because it wasn't like nothing she has in New Orleans because she's from New Orleans and can't nobody do seafood like New Orleans or Papado's. I was like, I love this conversation. She was on the phone though, but you know. People love listening. Atlanta Fish Market too. That shit was great. It was great, but she That's does not. Saying. She did not fuck with it at all. But hey. you know, I love I fucking love New Orleans seafood. She knows something we know. So I know what she's talking about, and this is why <laughs> I was like, mm, but <laughs> you can't go looking for New Orleans in Atlanta so. at all. We don't even. Do we have a port? No, we don't have. We don't even have yeah. water. Like. <laughs> But she was convicted in that conversation, and I mean, I hope she had find some better seafood in Atlanta. But yes, shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, this week, my person is Young Baby Tate, rightfully so. She just recently dropped her I Am music video. Everyone knows TikTok sensation. I am healthy. I'm wealthy. I'm rich. I'm that bitch. I'm going to go get that bag and I'm not going to take your shit featuring Flo Millie. Um, Yeah. And it's just amazing just to watch her go from like, I don't know if you guys have seen the video for her song Orange. Um, But if you watch that video, that's like a couple months into me meeting Tate. Or maybe it was like a year into me meeting Tate. I really can't remember. But anyway, I had just became really close with Tate. And then that video dropped to now to the I Am video dropping. And the difference between the videos is literally insane. Like one of the videos is, I don't want to say that it's not good. But it is not what is happening now. <laughs> <laughs> so that I am video really like the it just shows the growth of her career. And I'm just super proud of her because not only has she grown, you know, in her career, but like literally as a person and the choices that she makes in everyday life have just been so amazing. And I'm just super proud of her. So she wears the pants this week for me. Yes, go take. Mm-hmm. That video yeah, is fire. Everybody, go watch that shit. Period. Right now. We running it up to a million. Um, right now, I think it's at like 450K and it's only been out for like a little bit over two days. So can we get to that? I, I hope that's we can crazy. get to that million in like the next two or three days. That's that's <laughs> what I'm hoping for. So if y'all want to just go put that on autoplay and just run it up mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. super appreciate that. It was so crazy. I was on someone else's story on Instagram and they were in Times Square. They were, it was a repost that happened to be on their story. And the person who originally filmed it was in Times Square 
And behind whatever they were shooting was her on the big screens and her video. And I, I love seeing that, that full circle moment. Love that for you, Tate. Yes, congrats, love that. Congrats. Amazing video. For sure. Um, so, yeah, this week we got a topic, um, you know, as <laughs> usual. <laughs> Pop culture is typically you know for our other seasons we focus a lot on pop culture right this season we we haven't done as much of that but this episode we're gonna kind of take it back a little bit so yes in recent news sweetie really sweetie 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 (laughs) (laughs) released the tweet basically expressing that she has her and Quavo have parted ways she is now single Yes. Whatever that means to her. Um, I'm single again. Yes. Shout yes. out to Trina. That, that is, is a, a bit up. Okay. <laughs> Trina really be giving us everything we need. So, um, anyway, Quavo, apparently, allegedly, he has been either cheating or doing other inappropriate things behind sweetie's sweetie's back and basically he's she kind of described it in a sense of he is using gift giving to like cover up all of the negative things that have happened in their relationship Mm -hmm. and basically she's saying like yeah you guys see the gifts but you don't see the things that are actually you know happening happening in the relationship and basically i mean i think it's a really good example of why we should not idolize relationships Period, especially from the outside looking in. Social media is always going to give its best. Yeah, it's always going to show the best of the best and what's happening. But but you know what? In you the don't same see the real breath, shit. It makes complete complete sense because people right. only idolize for the things that they feel like the relationships have. Oh, like Quavo. Oh, Quavo gives Sweetie a Birkin. Like I love that. Oh, um, Sweetie and Quavo went out to dinner. Oh, I love that. Right. Oh, they drive this. Oh, I love that. But. It's like the very thing that you idolize them for is the very things why they don't, they're not going to last. Right. Because. The irony. Realistically, we we know. Right. In relationships, going on dates and gift, <laughs> going on dates, gift giving, looking cute and having money are the least yeah. of what you're worried about in a relationship. I have to wake up. At least to stay together. Right. Exactly. I'm looking at this nigga. I'm looking at this person, my partner, every single day. <laughs> You know, like, even if we don't live together, like, you know, we're spending time, we're spending a lot of time together. Yes. You know, like, you have to actually live with this, and this person is, like, publicly tied to you. If you're in a relationship and people know that you're in a relationship, your partner is a reflection of you. So, you have to think about, like, what are, what are these person's values? Like, Do I like them? Their character traits, right? Do I actually enjoy conversation with them? <laughs> if I were to bring them in public, will I be embarrassed? Right. Like, Are they a know, good person? Do they take care of themselves right. as well as take care of me? Do they have plans to heal past traumas? Are, are they, they still fucking that bitch down the street? Are they ambitious? Whatever it is. Like I got it's not a Birkin. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is not a... What, what type of car did he get her? A fucking Bentley? I don't, I don't even fucking know what type of car that is. I've never seen anything like it before. I am not rich. I haven't even seen the car. Current... Well, you know what? I'm, I'm taking the big Sean philosophy and I'm saying that I am rich. However... <laughs> I do not own a car that looks like that currently, and I may possibly in the future, but right now I don't plan on it because I think the car's ugly. But anyway, it's expensive. I ain't never <laughs> seen none like that before. I don't even know what make or model that is. But he got her a car, which leads me to our next point. <laughs> okay, before we go there, Quavo's response to sweet to Sweetie's, Sweetie's tweet was that he... This is these are obviously not exact quotes. You can go look at the tweets if you want to. Is that he she's a different woman than he thought she was. That's exactly what we were just talking about. You don't even know who you is. And he doesn't he said that Allegedly. she's a different woman than he thought she was. And I think what triggered that that's is her that's cat. <laughs> He, she told the world that he wasn't treating her right and that yeah. she did not deserve to be treated the way he was treating her and that she 
you know, the gifts were cool, mm-hmm. but the other shit had her fly. fucked up. And I think that made him mad. If he probably oh, felt course. like his business was out there. Okay, fuck your business, nigga. Fuck you. You shouldn't have been doing that shit. And and that's that's what it always is. Like Rihanna said, you are not sorry. You just sorry you got caught. I'm. <sighs> Let's take it back. Do y'all remember? <laughs> What album was that? Rihanna? That was, uh, was that Rated R? Was it Rated R? Oh, no, no, no. That was Unapologetic. What? Am I tripping? Uh -uh, I'm uh -uh. tripping. Yes, 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 you are. (laughs) What? It was Rated R. It's closer to Rated R than it is to Unapologetic, but I don't know what album it's on. Okay. I see the... the, What's the song called again? I see Um, the album. I see the hair. I see everything. I see her I hair. I see the outfits. I just don't know what album. It, we about to look this up. What's that song called? Ugly. She called this nigga ugly. Please. What else is? She said, "Cut that shit out." You are ugly when you cry. We don't even want to see that. And don't tell me you're Is it unfaithful? No, that's not unfaithful. No. Maybe when I know Like you, you did that, Quavo. Take a bow, bitch. Yes, okay. Take a bow yeah. is on. Um, it's on the Rihanna Reloaded album, Good Girl Gone Bad Reloaded, two thousand and seven. Take a bow, Rihanna. That's when she had the bob, and then she was like, "Fuck a bob, I'm finna cut this whole hoe off." And then she got the auntie with the swoop in the front where it was touching her eyebrows. Oh, that was the best. And then every bad bitch had that haircut after that. <laughs> It was like it went from yeah, auntie to really bad bitch, and then the you and then you slowly start to realize that aunties are bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> wow, iconic. But I, yes, um, yeah. The Quavo was still mad. Stands. Mm-hmm. He was mad. Mm-hmm. You're mad because you got caught, and you're mad because the person who is involved in the business decided to share the business. Mm-hmm. And I'm really glad that she shared that business because. It is really important for women to see, or for women and men, to see situations where partners are choosing to move on Yeah, from situations that they don't deserve to be in, even though they have a lot of love for the person Mm -hmm. and they care about the person. Because honestly, the way that Sweetie presented it was very classy. Yeah. And it was very, um, she didn't even tell all the business. She really just was trying to share a part of her life that she probably felt like could help other people. Yeah, I was going to say in the same breath, I think what also people need to see is that women actually standing up for themselves in relationships period, or coming out of relationships just because I don't know, there's always like the trope of women going back or or just staying because the gifts are good. Yeah, but Sweetie's like, yeah, nah, it was cute, but that's not really making up for the fact that and our I, relationship is trash or you know whatever right. whatever the issue really was at hand His i believe her that she's not gonna i believe that she's not gonna get back with him yeah we've seen this she is you know she values herself she's dated other men who are high profile yeah. it's not like it's the first time she's dating a celebrity mm-hmm. it's not like she's not a celebrity it's not like she's not a celebrity on her own mm-hmm so and a lot of people think that Quavo made Saweetie's career but like genuinely I feel like they both added a lot of value to each other agreed um I think that she is extremely relevant she's gorgeous and I think when a a man is honestly like I'm not gonna lie like the Migos are the Migos and then Quavo he had his joint album his single his single album and so did the rest of them but it was like okay like whatever I feel like Cardi B and Saweetie (laughs) like they add a lot of value to what the the Migos and like everything they have going on. I'm so sorry for Takeoff or whatever his name not. I think his name (laughs) is Takeoff because it's like he's literally like we don't even know. We don't know what he has going on. He might be trash too. We don't know. But (laughs) he's catching a lot of collateral. He's collateral damage at this point because his friends your two associates are acting a damn fool publicly. And I saw a really funny meme that had them dressed up in all cheetah print. And they called them the cheater girls. The cheater girls. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. That was the best joke I've seen on Twitter (laughs) this week. 
the cheater girls. That's fucking funny. <laughs> I know Offset was like, I need to do nothing, bro. I need the fourth movie. <laughs> I haven't if that's done that the thing case. in like three months. Right. <laughs> no, but honestly, he's a cheater too. And he did it he multiple is. times and he cheated on his exes as well. Not just Cardi B. He's a he's just a cheater. Like just a cheater. Yeah. And the I hope cheater. I hope that he can be better. <laughs> I definitely hope that he can be better. And I think he's a good dad, like obviously. But like he might not be the best partner or he might not have been the best partner in the past and I really hope that he's being a better partner moving forward because like his kids, they need to see him with somebody <laughs> acting right. If if he's gonna be with somebody, he needs to be right with somebody. Or be alone. Agreed. You know, because I don't even think it's necessary necessary for your kids to see you you know, I do think it's valuable for your children to see you in a relationship that is healthy. Yeah. However, if you're not gonna be in a healthy relationship, I think that it's positive for your kids to see you have a healthy relationship with yourself, which yes. means oh, yeah. not treating people in your life like shit, which means not dishonoring yourself and the boundaries that you and your partner have set and honoring your agreements in general, whether that's in a relationship or whether it's a contract with for an endorsement, like just <laughs> fucking do right, nigga. Like hell is wrong with y'all. So yeah. You know, I don't know exactly what Quavo did, but I heard that he cheated on her with a white woman, which is really disappointing if it's true. No offense to white women, but it's just like very, very extra when a black man cheats on his queen with a white woman, especially when they're in a very public relationship. They're together. So anyone who's sleeping with Quavo is wrong as fuck. Because it's like they are very publicly together and it is very clear that there is no agreement happening here where you should be involved. A white woman? <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Alright, bro. Because <laughs> what, what was the reason? <laughs> right. So this gets what me was to the this reason? point. He took the car back. Girl. So I want to talk about in a relationship. Engine giving. Right. In relationships, <laughs> first off, is it appropriate to give a gift in general and expect it back once you part ways with the person, whether it be family, friend, or relationship? And then secondly, what are some rules to breakups? What are some things that you can do? What are some things that may happen good? And that may happen bad that can help you remove yourself from a relationship more easily, swiftly, quickly, and in a healing way. Ooh, okay, let's start. Is it good to take back a gift that you gave in a relationship? Honestly, I have never given a gift that I have wanted back. And I don't know if that's because I do not have Bentley money. Right. Or... I'm just like a a genuine gift giver. (laughs) Right. But I do know that if I was to give a bitch a Bentley, I'm definitely calling Bentley.com, whoever the fuck is up there, and I'm telling them to go get that car. For me, (laughs) I feel a little differently. I'm not giving a gift. I'm not like, okay, so we're similar in that way. I'm not going to give a gift that I'm expecting back at any capacity. So if I'm giving someone a Bentley, I'm not going to cheat on them in order to put myself in the position to feel like I need to get the Bentley back because now we're broken up. It's just not going to get to that point. Now, if they cheat on me, that's something else. I'm signing the title over to them. That's how I thought them. about it. I will sign um, the title over to them. Now, if they are not accepting of the title, mm, I will indeed go and pick that shit the fuck up and saying, cash it back in. If you because now me, you just don't even want the options that I'm trying to give you, and I'm trying to be nice to your dumb ass. See, that's the thing I don't have. <laughs> I don't have no kindness after you cheated on me. Give me my shit back, especially, especially if I'm still paying on it. If, I, if, if anything, I'm going to just... I'm going to just pay the whole... I'm going to just buy the car and I'm going to give it to you. 
But if I'm still right. paying on it and you cheated on me, I need it. I need it in my driveway. Yeah. I need that. It's either mine again or <laughs> I'm signing it over to you. Like, you can have it as yeah. long as you're paying for it. Because yeah, I gave the gift. And I'm not a believer in taking gifts back. Now, if you're not... Look. Especially these celebrities, they be rapping their shit, customizing it. I don't right. want no shit that say sweetie in it. Yeah, like what the fuck? Why does he <laughs> what even am I, need that? What bag? am I gonna do with that? That nigga finna keep that shit, and he gonna be riding around in it, and he's gonna be acting petty. I already know how these niggas do. He's gonna be petty. He's gonna be sending her videos, like with the with the headboard in the back with with the fucking Ooh, name on it. With the song playing, he gonna write not sweeties. He gonna get not sweeties embroidered at the top, lame ass. Niggas be petty though, and that's why he took it back. So yes, because he's basically trying to say like you don't get to have all these things if you're not with me. Well, that's how I see it. It's the Ti chain snatch. Because it could also be one of those situations. This nigga, <laughs> yo, that's the yo. I'm sorry, you just triggered me. That thing you got pissed your chains? me off so bad. <laughs> oh. I never got my chain snatched before. I wish a nigga would snatch something off my fucking body. I really wish they would try it. But about to get on that floor. really that scene was the first. That was the first time I ever got pissed off at a movie. Cause I'm like, he really gonna snatch her chain off her neck like she's some random hoe. Yes. Is he crazy? That's how, he felt. That's how he felt at the time, though. That's how he felt. Cause she said she. Cause she said she was from the east side, but she really lived in Sandy Springs. Okay, she goes to North Springs High School. It's not that big of a deal. But he felt like he knew her on a different level. He was like, oh, like you a real Atlanta girl. Like, oh, like, okay, like you can be my girl type. Nigga, he wasn't. But she really was that on rich bitch from <laughs> But he wasn't even that five, like He wasn't. And he didn't deserve me. That nigga had on jorts the entire <laughs> film. You had on jean shorts. That was the and they style. wasn't even like the short ones. They was the ones that was like on your ankles, they might as well mm-hmm. be pants. Oh, and they yeah. was big as fuck. Oh yeah. Like you don't have no choice but to wear a, a belt. <laughs> and then you sagging with a belt on too. Stupid ass. See, I look like you dress like that. <laughs> Dumbass nigga. But that's literally <laughs> the chain snap scene. Yes, it's the same bullshit. And and we're we're it's the Migos. Yeah. They're not from Atlanta, they're from Gwinnett, but you know, close Ooh. enough. Honestly, <laughs> I saw a tweet that was so funny. Someone said at Saweetie, I too suffer from Gwinnett nigga. <laughs> Gwinnishans. Get it together. I'm not gonna lie, Gwinnett niggas be lame like that. <laughs> they look like they gift you something and then snatch your chain or take your fucking car back. Gwinnett, y'all got 24 hours to respond. Them niggas went to Snellville High School. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds lame as fuck. Lame man, niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Stop Gwinnett. <laughs> like, where is that? Where is that? Sorry, y'all. I don't Listen, it. anytime when that come up, I'm always taking shots. Always. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, like Discovery Mills Mall. <laughs> Take and not even hold that in. <laughs> I can't get it together. <laughs> I can't get it together. Okay. Man. And they and y'all drive crazy as fuck. Like when I see a Gwinnett tag, I'm automatically pissed. Like I know why where are you in Fulton? Why are you in Fulton County in front of me they driving didn't take like no this? Driver's head glasses. Get back down, seventy five south, seventy five north. Right. <laughs> Hop your ass back on there. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> but no, I think okay. So as far as etiquette goes. For breakups, breakup etiquette. I just feel like once you're once you're done, just go get your things so you can avoid getting that done. Like right. Getting your shit taken. <laughs> get your things or figure out what y'all. I don't know. Want to keep? What don't you keep? I've never done that. I've never asked for anything back. I've never wanted anything back. Right. Unless it was like a very nice uh, hoodie or something. Even then, I'm like. Like you, you ruined it. Like yeah, and now it smells. Cause like I'ma you. think about you when I put it. Like I don't got that. Right. I don't got time for that. Yeah, um, I be thrifting that shit though. Like selling it to Ragorama. Oh, that's the for first place sure. I go. Okay, period. <laughs> Cause I need the money. Get that little twelve percent back. <laughs> Fuck you, 
talking about. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna sell it for a hundred. I need but, some change, but they gonna give me twenty. Right, right, change. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, <laughs> Not for real. They might give you twelve sixty five if they're selling it for a hundred. They're kind of on bullshit over there. Play-Doh's closet too. The last three bags I bought, they did not even accept. But that's a whole other, whole other rage. <laughs> I okay. So for me, with breakup etiquette, I don't do breakup etiquette. Um, I do just I get wild, crazy, disrespectful. Um, I don't want to be like this anymore. Honestly, <laughs> um, I don't plan on breaking that. up with the person that I'm currently in a relationship with, like at all. Period. Like. Yeah. I don't really see that as an option. Like, I'm kind of to the point in my life where I'm like, okay, we need to work this out. And, like, if... But, honestly, we don't really be having nothing that's just, like... I just feel like we don't be having nothing that's just, like, uh, I'm finna break up with this nigga every single day. Like, I don't know. We have more good than we have bad. In my past relationships, there has been a lot more bad than there was Mm. good. And I was ignoring a lot of the bad. And, mm-hmm. you know, letting that little 10% good shine, you know? Yes. So, when I break up with a person, in order to avoid them having to come back and get their stuff. Because I don't want to see you. I just throw all your stuff out the window and into the street. <laughs> um, or I'll throw it out in front of the building. Or I'll just put it in a dumpster. And then yeah. you can decide what you want to do with it. I'm dead. After that. So, that's, so that's if he come I'm and be like, it. okay, so I want that, I want that speaker that I had over there. And you say it's in the, it's in the trash. Where are you gonna go? <laughs> to the trash? Cause I don't even have it anymore. Like I feel like that's an automatic bite. At least for you're, me. Once you're you, gone, I've lost ownership of all your things. I try to be nice. Right. Like depending on circumstances, I'll just put it in the hallway or I'll just throw it out the window. And I, you know, I live on the first floor, so we good. Yeah. Um, it, nothing's gonna break. It's just I gonna be outside. Like five stories, like no, 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 no. It's a free for all. It's like any homeless person could come and grab whatever's out here. You know, for <laughs> real. But yeah, that's up to you. Cause I mean, we're broken up, and typically I'm breaking up with you in person. I'm not the type of person to send you a text or do nothing like that. So like, it happened in person. You have gotcha. more than enough time to get your shit out of there. In the past, what I've experienced is niggas trying to leave their shit so that they can try to come back. Mm. So that's why what I do is I just make sure that your shit is outside already. You don't have to come back. I love that. Yeah. But my my last breakup, my landlord, um, so this person took the key with them. And I didn't feel safe. We need that. (laughs) Because this person was obviously trash. Um, they basically had not paid their half of the rent <laughs> for now why are you taking y'all. keys and you don't even really live here right. for real you haven't lived here for months obviously you haven't paid the rent in like 6 months so it's like nineteen nineteen hundred dollars in back pay that's a lot yeah so it's a fight um allegedly and um and yeah, so his stuff was outside. Long story short, he took the key and I asked my landlord to change the locks. And basically, she didn't change the locks for like three days. So I was like, I'm going to change the locks. And she was like, if you change the locks, we're going to evict you. But I just asked you to do that. So so she's like, I'm going to change the locks. She never comes to change oh. the locks. So I'm just like making sure that I'm home as much as I possibly can. Several months go by. Like... Me and, the, me and this person, right, me and this person had been broken up for like eight months before they even moved out of the apartment because they were being super petty and they weren't making a decision. They didn't want to leave. And I felt like, you know what? They're on the lease as long as they're paying the rent. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not petty. Like, you know, I can, I, I get petty when I have to. <laughs> I'm not petty in most situations. Like, I'm like, whatever. He lives here. Not a big deal. Like, Okay, as long as he's paying the rent, who cares? Like, I'm not even gonna see this nigga. I have a whole, I have three jobs actually. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) I get to the point where like I'm getting into, like I'm forming a new relationship with a new person. Yes. And I realize that this nigga is not paying the rent, and I'm like, okay, I'm already in a whole new relationship. It's been like it's been like a year at this point. Um, and you haven't paid the rent. 
you've got to get out. You have to get out. And then also, I like had my new significant other over, and we. I don't even think me and my the person were. I'm with that person now, but I don't even think we were like completely together yet. I just had him over like as a friend, and we were like having dinner. And he lost it. He lost it. My roommate who was my mm. ex he lost it and it had been months guys like like this is it's been a very long time like it's to the point where this person isn't speaking to me like i, I was about to say were y'all talking speak in to months? him and he would like blatantly ignore me like in person like he was being like very very like i don't want to fucking hear you bitch don't talk to me so it's i was like okay whatever illusion, like so i started to move on and like i formed this new relationship and yeah, so he bust into like he bust in like you got niggas over Not here. Not entrance too. What about us? We all having this, dinner. All this drama. It was very casual too. Like we were literally not even doing anything. I think we were like in my room and we were like on my bed, sitting on my bed. We were laughing. Yeah. And I guess he thought that that meant we were it was doing something. It he bust into my point. room. He didn't even bust into the house. He bust into my room. He is very out of pocket. Yeah, so that's when he had to get the fuck out. Cause not when you owe nineteen hundred dollars. Shortly after that, I found out he didn't pay the rent. Oh, you didn't know that, right? Day. So I didn't know that day, and then I found out like two weeks later wow. he had to fucking go. It was like a big, big problem for me. I think you knew all that time. No, I didn't know. I was like, yes. So like, not only are you like busting Rumble. in on me in the privacy of my room. You're also not paying your rent. And you know that. And you know you're not paying rent. And you weren't going to say anything. And my landlord didn't say anything either. Come to find out my landlord's on his side. So <laughs> that's why she didn't change the locks after yeah. he left. That's why she didn't tell me that he wasn't paying his half of the she rent. She need to go too. Anyway, I ended up getting pregnant. Oh, he moved out. And I <laughs> ended up, I was pregnant yes. now. You know, you like. He's back. Yeah. I was pregnant. Um, I did not get the keys back. And she did not change the locks. My sister oh, ends my up moving God. into my apartment and I end up moving out, right? He still has the key. I'm still reaching out to her weekly, asking her to change locks. I don't want to get evicted, so I'm not, that's why I haven't changed the locks myself, right? Because yeah. I'm just like, I really don't want to get evicted. Like, I just can't right What now. is going to make her do that? I feel like it's been years at this point. So, I what happened why. is he came back. Of course. He stole everything that was only my stuff, though. He literally didn't go into my sister's room. Take Like, she had diamond earrings out. She has a jewelry box. She has laptops. She has all this stuff. He didn't take any of her stuff. He goes into my room, destroys my dresser, takes all my clothes, throws them everywhere, steals my ear, my, ear pod, my AirPods, my my camera, my like brand new Canon, Nike, no, it was a Nikon camera, like an $835 camera. Stealing? Yeah, he just stole all my stuff, but only my stuff, and destroyed all my things, so yeah. How long had it been at that point? It had been like, it had been like six months since he moved out, and it had been like a year and a half since we broke up. Oh. And I was like, in a full relationship and pregnant, like with this, with my new boyfriend's baby. He is not well. Um, I have to, uh, sorry to butt in. Hey. Um, yeah. Hello, everybody. Um, <laughs> so obviously there, there's a lot to unpack in that story. Um, but I have some questions, especially considering we're talking about the etiquettes, uh, of breakup. Yes. So well, one I thing I want to ask about that, <laughs> what do you say to bringing your new partner around your old partner? What are the do's and don'ts of that? Cause it right. seems like. You, you, you came into a situation where things got really tense because of that. So I feel like my partner, my old partner, should have gotten his ass the fuck up out of there. And then he wouldn't have had to meet my new partner, which I felt like was in a very good amount of time. Like, I didn't move on for a very long time. Like... I took, you know, I took time for myself. I was working. I, w I was dating a bunch of other people. Like, you know, I, I was enjoying myself. I enjoyed a whole summer without him. And it was starting to move into the winter months. Like, it, we had not been together for some time. Okay? <laughs> so, I feel like in my situation, I just, you know, I did it in my own time. Like, if you didn't want to meet my new partner, like you don't need to be living here anymore, especially if you weren't paying the rent. Now, I would just say in 
any situation, you should just be honest. So like when he busts into the room, which he shouldn't have done, he asked, who is this? And I said, this is Darian. I'm dating him. Are you good? Is everything okay? Yeah. LOL, and he good? was pissed, <laughs> but I didn't know what to do. All I could do was be honest in that situation. I took my time. We were very well broken up. I'm pretty sure he had a new girlfriend and everything. So I Wouldn't really don't even know what the hell he was mad about. His Probably because he brought him because I brought him into the house, but he shouldn't have been living there anyway. You weren't paying rent. Right. So I would say the etiquette is to just like do it in your own time. If it happens naturally, like if you're out with your new partner and your old partner is there, like, you know, tell your new partner, like, hey, my ex is here. You know, like even if it's unsolicited, they don't even know what your ex looks like or who they are. Just be like, just to let you know, my ex is here. You know, I don't know if he'll come and talk to us or I don't know if she'll come up and talk to us, but I don't want you to be caught off know. guard. And, you know, I care about you, so I just don't want you to be caught off guard. I just think it's important to be honest. Your ex, you don't owe them anything. They're gone, fuck them. Like, if they don't understand that you're with this new person when you're in the room with them and y'all are together, like, it, it, it's not for them to understand. But your partner that you're with currently, it is very much for them to understand. And the guy who I was with, he knew that I lived with my ex. And so he knew that my, there was a possibility that my ex could be mad any day. And he had been over there before. Mm -hmm. My ex just didn't notice him or maybe was, I don't really know what it was that was the difference maker this time, but he just decided to act a fool. I don't think anything could have stopped that. Yeah. I don't know what I could have done better. Well, that leads me to my follow-up question would be, should you still share a living space with someone you are no longer romantically involved with. No, you should leave as soon as you possibly can. If I could have done things differently, I would have left. But in this specific situation, um, I felt like he should have gotten out. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, typically, I would have just left or, you know, gotten out of the situation. But I felt like in this particular situation, because me and my sister lived there, and he was the outlier, he should have just fucking left. Yeah. Especially if you're not planning on paying rent. Right. That that was another <laughs> thing. And we had had the conversation like, hey, do you plan on moving on? And he had a lot of other people that he could have leaned on for support. He mm -hmm. just was choosing not to. Because he was just a fucking bum. Like, and that's just point blank, period. Well. And he was a bum the whole time we were together. I guess I was just... Uh, there was some point where <laughs> I was a bum, too, obviously. Because I ended up with a bum-ass nigga. I don't fucking know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I've never... I've never been in that situation. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's fun to do hypotheticals, but I've never... I've been close to that. The closest... This is so chaotic. Okay, so the closest I've been to this, my ex was staying with me for a very small period of time due to her transitioning out of being an RA to not being an RA. So therefore, like you can't live on campus. And when her lease was starting, it was technically after when she wouldn't have to be off campus. Cool. So like the summer, it was like a two month thing. I don't really care, you know. I was like, let me help this girl out. We weren't in great standing at that time, but we were in enough to communicate that and be okay with that. Cut to her birthday weekend, and she's in my apartment, drunk from her birthday. And I'm going to a job interview. <laughs> and I'm up early just to prep like the sun is even up and I'm just you know at this point I had hair I was doing my hair <laughs> but, you know that that's like a three hour anyways <laughs> the phone is just going off going off going off going off and I'm like why is her phone blowing up it's like 6 a.m. oh hell no so y'all naturally I don't go through phones I have my own phone I really don't yeah, care what's in I don't phone. go through phones either and if I'm with you I trust you Right, but the, it was just too out of a time for the messages yeah. to be coming. I have like, gone, I have gone through a phone when it was out of pocket like this as well. Yes, and right. she's in my bed, so I'm like, let me go see. So I look, and the and you didn't even go through it; you just scrolled on the screen that was available. Yeah, I went. I seen the messages that was incoming, and I clicked on it. Right. 
So I'm like, there isn't really a conversation happening because she's asleep. So now I'm reading. And it's all types of conversations about whoever this person is and her being with her and when am I not around and just so they could hang out and all this. And I'm like... So you know I exist, which is even more problematic because the bitch laying next to me is also talking about me and making it seem like she's available Mm -hmm. when I'm not around. Okay. So fast forward, I get the job. Um, and I'm having a great time. My mom takes me out because <laughs> this is when I, I got my first. I was got hired for my big job, my big girl job out of grad, out of school. I was still in school at the time. Like we, I was on campus when I seen all this information, mm-hmm. or in the vicinity because I didn't stay on campus. Anyways, so when she woke up from her drunken sleep. I had already screenshotted the conversation that I read Very smart. and Receipt, sent it to us. I sent it to me from to her phone. Right. So when she woke up and was ready to say, oh, how your interview go? She could see that. So as y'all can imagine, um, the fallout, I was just like, I don't know. I don't know what this is, but I just need you to be out my shit when I get back to Carrollton. Period. I just need that. Get every piece. Like, I don't want to see nothing. Right. And that was that. Good. <laughs> it was not violent. Good. I mean, it was violent in the text messages, but <laughs> I did not hurt anyone. No one right. hurt me. I didn't have to, yeah. That's good. I came back and she was gone. Good. I'm glad that she listened to you. Me too. I've unfortunately been in a lot of situations where, like, niggas weren't taking me seriously. So. I'm very glad as well. Because what the fuck you, what the fuck you thought? What the. Go ahead, Tyrone, before I'm <laughs> triggered. So, um, to, to continue on with the etiquette thing, how do we feel about dealing with, when you and your ex share the same friend groups? Mm. That's a hard one for me because I really feel like, okay, so with this past ex, I shared the same friend group as him. And what ended up happening is I just kind of removed myself yeah. and I allowed my friends to reach back out to me yeah and what ended up happening is only one person stayed my friend they got the story from him and they got the story from me and they made the decision themselves like okay i want to be friends with taylor probably because i was more valuable to their life like in general because like i said this nigga's a bum but yeah <laughs> nate nate everyone knows nate Schulz. that's my friend he was like one of the only people that was in our friend group that was like still making effort to like pull up on me, shoot me text messages. Like we're still working together. Like we get lunch together and it wasn't super frequent cause we just ain't like that. Like we're, we're super cool. Like that's my friend for sure. Like he's basically my brother, but like, yeah, we were just never like seeing each other every day anyway, but he still made an effort to like be my friend. And I feel like he also removed to like my ex from his life as well because you know i just feel like once you see like the way that people behave in breakups like that's their real fucking character it is and i acted an ass too but i did not it was nothing that i feel like i regret yeah like at all and i was like totally being myself like i'm so sorry (laughs) i definitely was wrong yeah like i'm not gonna sit here and say that the things i did were right but i stand by them for yeah, sure. wholeheartedly. I like that. Yeah, um, I haven't. The friends that I've made with my exes weren't that valuable to me. I'll put it like that. I don't feel <laughs> like I've lost anything if we've like distanced ourselves because a lot of a lot of them I feel like I were only I was only friends because they were friends with my ex. Right. And so I'm not, I'm not in the, I'm not the type to force a relationship just because like we can know of each other all, we can know of each other till kingdom come. Right. If I see you, Hey, right. What's and up? that's it. Like we right. don't have to That's literally it. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I didn't really have a, I didn't have to like choose sides or my friends had to choose sides or, you know, but I, I have noticed on the opposite end, some of my friends, well, I won't. I guess I won't 
really considered them friends now that I look at it. Have Some been, of the people that you thought were closer to you. Yes, have remained friends with her or them. And mm. I'll say it says a lot more now than it did then just because uh, I was ready... <laughs> Once it happened, I was already like on the road to graduation. So I was like, I'm not going to be down here or, you know, uh, meeting with y'all, hanging out with y'all for a while because I'm, I'm, this is after collegiate life. Right. Anyway, so it was like, you know how like, you graduate? I'm like, up. fuck y'all. <laughs> right. I'm actually growing up. You all are staying in your, in your childhood homes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, wasn't really worried, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. If one of them were to try to be friends with me, I would try. I would have to kind of see like what their motive was because we don't really have anything bonding us outside of this person. Right. So it get a little strange there, but I feel the same. Like I've had friends break up with. I've had friends date within like our friend group. Like mm-hmm. my close girlfriends will date within like our guy friend acquaintance group. Like gotcha. I won't say like friend, but like guys that were the guys that we be hanging out with. Yeah, like, it's niggas we be around. Yeah, and, like you know, whenever it's the guys and the girls, like the guys are really close, the girls are really close. Whatever. I don't know why it happens that way. Some heterosexual dumb shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've had like went my friends that are close to me date like guys in our friend circle, and I'm sorry, but I immediately like kind of fall back off the nigga. Like I, I always, always, always choose the like the woman like, and I don't know why I do that, but it's typically because the nigga is on bullshit. Like in hetero in heterosexual relationships, there are there are often times where women be tripping. Okay, but like. Niggas be tripping way more than women. <laughs> like, way more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will say that I typically choose the woman because I always have a better friendship with them regardless of who was tripping or not. Yeah. I was, I just connect with women more than I connect with men. I don't know. Same. And yeah. I've never, I don't know. I just don't trust being friends with your nigga friends or... Yeah like my significant I don't I don't I'm not looking for that I'm the type to choose sides I don't remain neutral I don't I don't like neutrality yes neutrality is a thin line between like you on that bullshit you (laughs) could be on that bullshit on either side because you're you're trying to pretend that you're like you don't have a stance on this when there's clearly like you know there's some shit going on but anyway I always choose a side yeah. Every single time when there's a breakup between like friends in my circle, like I choose a side every time. I might not cut that person completely off, but I'm gonna fall back from them mm-hmm. and lean towards that other person and make sure that they have the love and support that they need. And like, however you get it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm still see you. I'm gonna say hello. It's always gonna be love, but like, we definitely not gonna be as close. You know. Yeah. Especially if it wasn't a bad breakup. You know. Yeah. If it's a bad breakup, I'm choosing a hard side. I'm not talking to you anymore. <laughs> Listen, I owe a couple of my friends' exes some drinks to the faces. So yeah. I understand. Yeah. I completely understand, but, you know, hopefully we never see these people again. So. Right. There's that. <laughs> so, I guess, like, is is it time to move on to our aha moment? Do we answer all our questions? Oh, yeah. Did we time? We answer all our questions. Okay, so let's move on to our aha moment. Ask her anything. Get it. Aha. It's a segment that we do every week here on <laughs> here on She Wears the Pants, where Tyrone asks us a question from our audience or from Reddit, um, basically asking us for advice or what we would do in any specific situation. If you would like to write us a question, feel free to DM us at SWTP podcast on Instagram. Okay, so our question for this week is Have you ever regretted the way you have treated someone? And what did you do to apologize to the person you treated poorly? I guess I'll start. Um, one time that I actually felt remorseful. It was way after I had like severed ties with the person, so I really just took it to God. <laughs> I'm not sorry, lying to God. Y'all. I prayed for, I prayed about it, and I just I prayed to 
I guess be able to voice my feelings um, to those that I love in a better way because I know that I can be very vicious, very mean when I'm angry. It doesn't matter who's at fault. Like, it's like off with your head. But then I didn't, I don't know, I didn't know how to manage my tongue and like my emotions that way. And so I said a lot of things that I would probably regret. But at that point, I was just like, God, please help me. Please help me. Change me. But yeah. Did you end up apologizing to the person? Or was it just like a prayer and no. it's above you now? Yeah, it was water under the bridge by then for sure. But moving forward, like since then, I have actively like tried to. And when active, I mean like right then, like, oh, I didn't mean to say that, but you still, you still got me fucked up. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm still learning that because I, I also have a tendency to get just like big fucking mad. Like whether it's my fault or the other person's fault, I definitely have a tendency to just like, just like I, get mad. Why am I, I even dealing with this? I don't know if I say hurtful things, but I definitely just like scream, which is See, just like, I don't believe in screaming at adults or children. I don't believe in screaming at wow. people. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I say mean things, but nine times out of ten, they are all facts. Yeah. So I'm not apologizing for what I said, but for how I said it. Because no people do not, no. <laughs> Some people don't really deserve how I say things to them, but. I can agree with that. How I said it might not be nice, but I yeah. said what I said, and it was yes, real. Yes, yes. Maybe that's why I'm thinking it's not mean. <laughs> but See, it might I be the same thing for somebody a while. Else. Look, listen, someone told me, to like, you're very mean when you're angry. And I was like, I agree with this. <laughs> I agree with this, but I don't know if I care. <laughs> I don't think I give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm really trying to change that because... It just takes so much to be mean. Yeah. It just takes so much to be mean. And I and like it I said, I don't be mean kind it. too. Like you really it have does. to actively think like, okay, what is what can I say so that I'm still present in this moment, but I'm not so angry, which is the Especially for that someone I'm who don't deserve it. Feeling. Right. Oh, like so how difficult. can I be kind to this bitch ass hoe? <laughs> Literally. Um, what was the question? <laughs> uh, I think it was. Have you? Yes. Have you ever treated someone poorly? Uh, and ha how have you gone about apologizing for treating someone poorly? Or what oh, did you yeah, do yeah, to yeah. apologize? Okay. Yeah. So, like Shade, I pretty much like stand on everything I say and do. Um, and I'm typically not, you know, I, I feel like I can be a very blunt, I can be a blunt hoe. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't regret a lot of things. I feel like if there was ever a time where I felt like I needed to apologize to a person, it was like someone like my sister or my mom or my brother. Like it's someone I'm related to. Because typically, if I, like, am not related to you, I'm just like, ah, oh, well, the, 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 it ended, <sighs> sucks to suck. <laughs> like, I, I think I, you know what, me and Ashley, Ashley Glasgow, okay, we've definitely had situations where, like, we didn't have the perfect, the most perfect communication. Yeah. And I've definitely had to, like, apologize to her because I feel like I often overreact when it comes to our friendship because um i don't even know what it is about ashley that just gets me so fucking hot bro Maybe like i do love her but yeah me like, and, i think it's like her leo energy and like she has a tendency to just be like i didn't do anything wrong bitch <laughs> but she she has apologized to me and i have apologized to her and i think yeah. it's something that we're definitely getting better at yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one person that I like that's not related to me technically. And I have we have been upset with each other and I have apologized for overreacting. And yeah, because 
Ashley gets me so fucking mad. I don't even know why. (laughs) (laughs) Not all the time. Like, I don't want y'all to think I'm always mad at Ashley. I love Ashley. We're we're barely mad at each other because we will avoid. (laughs) We will avoid being mad at each other. But when it finally boils to that point of like, ugh, bitch. Like, I blocked her like two weeks ago. Because, like, I was mad because we haven't hung out in a long time. Um, and I was like, I honestly need to apologize for blocking you. It was really an overreaction. It was way too much. I did the most. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You be doing the stuff I be thinking about as far as, I don't know, I guess with friends. Yeah, just I block. patience. Block the fuck out of these hoes. <laughs> block these hoes and then follow them back. It's not a big deal. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. <laughs> They still have your number. <laughs> if they really want to talk to you, they'll find a way. Right, 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 right. That's so toxic. Don't do what I do. Don't do what I do. There's something wrong with me. But I can say, though, I've been actively working on how to speak to people better. That's good. It's very difficult. I think because a lot of the times people talk to me thinking I'm one type of person. Right. And so when the switch happens and it's like, why did you ever think you could talk to me like that? Right. And so now now I'm on ten. They had no idea that I had multiple personality disorder. <laughs> right. You didn't you didn't know I was a crazy bitch when you first started no, talking, but literally, now <laughs> Literally that's how I feel sometimes. I'm like, these bitches don't know they I got no it's about clue. five hoes in here. <laughs> it's five hoes, two bitches, and one fucking crazy person. <laughs> Try no, it if real. you want to. <laughs> I think as a we get into some therapist shit. I think as a child, I didn't have like the room to express that type of those types of emotions to people. A lot of times, there's a lot of shit that I went through as a kid where I didn't have you know the, those moments like normal kids do. And so now, as an adult, you know, you take all the space. <laughs> Yes, but at, at the same time, like I said, I'm learning. Like I can't act that way all the time mm-hmm. with everyone, you know. Especially people that you care about, because uh, and nine times out of ten, like I said, like I wasn't kidding when I said it's probably because you love her so much. But we do get so riled up about people that we care yeah. about the most, and I'm so sorry, but when I don't give a fuck about a person, I will just never talk to them again. I won't. There's no, no sorry. There's no. This is what twice. you did to me. There's there's none of that. I mm. literally am just like, bet. Especially if you talk to me crazy, because now right. I feel like there's not even room for us to resolve because you don't respect me. Right. And I always and think that's that, fine. I always, always, always think that somebody's trying to treat me like I'm goofy. Because oh, I'm, yeah, I'm you know, I'm from Illinois. So like there's this term out there where people say goofy. Like if somebody calls you goofy or treats you like a goofy, that basically is them treating you like you're like you're just you don't have no fucking common mm. sense. And that you just gonna let anything fly. Mm-hmm. And like I constantly say to people that have me fucked up like, oh you think I'm a goofy. Like if you hear me <laughs> say oh you think i'm a goofy like we're never speaking again like it's not because ha- i'm not a goofy like yeah. it's not going down like that so yeah. yeah it's hard for me to take disrespect in like multiple <sighs> ways i be i feel like i accidentally am disrespectful all the time but i always try to correct myself like <laughs> i do always try to correct myself when it comes to like respect because i i would just never want somebody to you know treat treat me crazy and then like not correct themselves so like if i'm ever disrespectful like i really do try my best like to apologize or even if i don't apologize just like bring it up and be like hey i did this thing and i know it wasn't perfect like how do you feel about this (laughs) (laughs) at least so yeah yeah so let's get into these book recommendations let's do it let's do it um, so every week we give y'all some really awesome book recommendations. Sade has way more than me. Half the book recommendations that I give y'all, Sade gave to me. And I'm going to give one of those today. Um, so this will this will be my undoing by Morgan Jenkins. Love that book. Um, Sade recommended this book to me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have not started reading it, but I do recommend that you read it because Sade just told me that she read her book so hard <laughs> that that book don't even had a cover on it proper no more. Okay? It doesn't. That cover is gone. She done blew the cover back on that book. <laughs> it was so it's damn good. good 
it's such a good book. I think at the time, I was really, um, I mean, I'm still on social media, but it was like, uh, at the time, I think I was getting a lot of, or digesting a lot of narrative about black women that was just negative. Mm. And I didn't know there were books like this that kind of takes you through the undoing of all of those negative things, you know? So you, you have like a better, you have better thoughts about black women and half of the shit that is attached to black women is, is not even true. Really? So the it's book, actually opposite in yeah, most cases. The book does a great job of that. And it takes, it takes you through Morgan Jenkins actual personal, you know, journey and we're all going through journeys. So I think it's, it's a great read. Yeah. Yeah, I'm Love excited. It. But the cover is definitely gone. I have it. It has not been cracked. <laughs> I have not cracked it open because, as you all know, I am still finishing All About Love, <laughs> all about Love by Bell Hooks, which I'm almost done with. Okay. okay. I am almost Progress. done. Y'all remember last week I was halfway done. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite <laughs> at a third, but I'm there. I'm getting there. Okay. I don't know why it's taking me so long to read this book. It's really because I keep crying between chapters. Um, it's good. I would have to cry and just close it. Yeah, I think I took like a week long. Like last week, I told y'all that I had read half of the book. I didn't pick it up until yesterday, and then I read a full chapter, and then I was like, all right, I need another seven days. Cause it really be beating my ass. Yeah, that book. That book is really good. It is reading me. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so my book is going to be the Gucci Mane Guide to Greatness. Period. First of all, if y'all know me, I literally stand Radrick Davis. (laughs) He's forever gonna be the goat to me of everything. He's like the grandfather of Atlanta in my eyes. He really the, I, I like love the grandfather of Atlanta because I feel like so many people would say he is the father or the godfather or something, but that nigga, oh, you're the grandfather of Atlanta. Yeah, he done did his dirt and time yeah. and all of that. And he's he done reconciled, he's reconciled his beef. <laughs> right. Kind of. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> but yes, um, I was gifted this book as well. From one of my best friends. I have not read it, but I've read his first bibliography, so mm-hmm. I'm tuned the fuck in. And there is also like on Clubhouse, they be reading these books yes, on Clubhouse. Do. They'll they do reading readings. I love it. The first time I got on, they were doing that, and I was like, "This is, I yeah. I love this. So good." Clubhouse yes. is not as great anymore, but I feel like it will get better as time goes on. Um, this woman named Fadia, who actually recently was working for, she was initially working for Instagram and she'd been with them for a while. And I believe she's worked for Rock Nation before, but pretty much she's the reason that like Versus was on Instagram. Like she, she really, you know, does her thing gotcha. for Instagram and now she's working for Clubhouse. So I feel like they're about to pivot into something. I feel like she's going to be leading a lot of projects. She's obviously extremely innovative. I feel like she even got the scene popping, like, as far as, like, the small scene here in Atlanta. Mm. Like, what the scene is today, like, she started it. So her moving to Clubhouse, I feel like they're going to pivot into something really amazing. Definitely check her out. If you haven't, follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Um... Yes. I'll probably have her as my woman who wears the pants next week, to be honest. So. <laughs> That's what's up. Surprise, surprise. I did not know it was a woman behind all that. I thought it was Swiss Beats and Timberland. Yeah, so they they had the verses, but she's the one that was like, okay, let us let me talk to my bosses at Instagram to make sure that you guys don't crash. Let me make sure gotcha. that, you know, you guys have, like, a live stream. Like, she, she basically made sure that it happened, like, she made sure that it was integrated with Apple Music. Like she, she okay. That was a crazy ass partnership, first of all. Yes, yeah. And now Impressed. they they recently sold. Um, yes, they did. To who did they sell to? Triller. Triller. They mm-hmm. sold verses to Triller, which, if you don't know what Triller is, it's like the, the TikTok original TikTok. before it was TikTok. <laughs> right. Even though TikTok was formed before Triller, and it used to be Musically. Wow. Now. Triller was like the one that everybody was using to like look at make their re-brand. little cute videos. Yeah, musically turned I into TikTok. I remember musically, and Triller kind of like and it faded was really out. Lame. But, 
Yeah. It was musically. Because it was like babies and shit on there singing like drum songs. Who is now <laughs> Shelly? Anyway, that's another story. Drum didn't change his name. I hate when niggas change their names. It make me feel like they got identity issues. Rebrand on rebrand on rebrand. But I love him. I love his music. Thank you, Shelly, to everything you contribute. But yeah, rebrand, rebrand. I shouldn't hate on it. Grown niggas is always changing their names. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in to She Wears the Pants. What was this episode six? Six. So we're we we only have like three more, four more episodes in the season. Yeah. So y'all keep tuning in. Um, let us know what you think about like our visuals that we've been putting out on Instagram. Make sure that you follow us, like, subscribe, share, and check us out on YouTube. We'll be releasing the full videos of each episode at the end of the season so yeah stay tuned and we have so much more in store i'm tay and i'm kidding bye